With that noticeable green paint and fresh striping, bike lanes are popping up along some of the area's most popular roads. I'm Laura Whitley. In this edition of The Next Stop, how Metro's growing bike lane program is providing vital links to the region's transit network. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's podcast. And I'm pleased to welcome Mr. Calvin Williams. He's a program manager from Metro's Planning, Engineering, and Construction Department. And Calvin, thank you for joining the next stop. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. So you have been uh, pretty focused and busy managing the bike lane projects from Metro recently. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Metro has, the Metro board has invested, you know, time and resources to make sure that commuters have another route to the metro rails so uh yes we've been extremely busy with that i know every time i drive around um particularly near some of our um metro rail stops and kind of in the streets near there i i see it's like i see more and more lanes uh going in can can you just provide an overview of some of the recent uh completions uh that have happened over the last several months okay absolutely so one thing to note is metro is partnering with several agencies. And so there's a Houston bike plan that was uh, discussed with the city of Houston, Metro, TxDOT, Harris County. And what's been done is basically certain streets have been carved out for Metro, primarily due to the proximity to to the Metro rail. And so um, the first undertaking that metro did was on wheeler street and uh we put in a shared use path between martin luther king and texas southern university and it's it's adjacent to the university of houston and so that was a good project and that was our first project to kind of get our feet wet in the the bike business uh, (laughs) so to say and so uh the second project that we completed was cavalcade bike lanes which extend from Airline Street to Irvington Street on Cavalcade, and that's eastbound and westbound. And that particular project is a dedicated bike lane that's high comfort. So that's why you see the armadillos and the striping, the green paint, floating bus stops, and so forth. Uh, Currently, Metro's working on the Leland bike lane, and that one goes from the Columbia Tap Trail to Cullen Street, and then it also turns on Cullen Street and goes from Leland to Polk Street. And so I expect that to be completed uh, later later in the spring. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's very, very <laughs> close. And then we are starting construction on Cavalcade Bike Lanes Phase 2, which goes from Irvington to Elysian. So those are the ones that we have in construction or completed. And then we're working with the city on equipment bike lanes as well. So, like you said, we're, we're, we're extremely busy. Now, you used some terminology there, so let's ch- chat about that. Um, for those who aren't in the bike business and just see it, uh, you talked about a high-comfort bike lane. What does that mean? So what that means is you're looking at the, the biker's experience level. And so high-comfort means you have a dedicated lane, and it's also protected. 
And that, that protected lane means it's got armadillos or some barrier to separate the bike lane from the vehicle lane. When you say armadillos, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? The armadillos are a... Are those little humps? Those, they're little humps in the street. Okay. They're black and they have white striping on it. Got it. And we mount those to the concrete. And there's some protection. There's some protective barrier. And sometimes it's reflective as well. Safety is important. Oh, that's the key. And also, and I should mention, listeners might hear some birds or other ambient noise. We're actually doing this interview outside, uh, you know, just to, to be socially distant and, and uh, maintain all of that. Um, and it's really not a, it's a great time of year to go out and explore some of these new projects. Oh, I would encourage anybody to, to if you've got a bike, or you can actually rent bikes from B-Cycle now. And uh, it's a great time to get out. And that's probably the most rewarding part about the job is seeing people actually using the bike lanes. And, you know, that's a thrill that, that can't be replaced. So um, tell me, a li- I can imagine how rewarding it is because um, you go from a, just a normal street and within a series of months, you really notice transformation. Well, you know, the series of months is, is probably the construction side of it, but um, the design side and the planning side and the coordination side takes, you're looking at probably a couple of years, wow. to be honest with you, um, to, to take it from just plans or someone's idea or the bike plan, the Houston bike plan, to take it from the Houston bike plan to, you know, a, a completed bike lane that someone can use is probably about a two year process total. Uh, but you're right. Um, just just seeing people use it and, and enjoying it is the biggest thrill. Besides just being a source of enjoyment, there is a real purpose for these bike lanes, and that's in terms of providing an additional connection. Can you talk about or tell me how these bike lanes um, are part of the overall plan in terms of transit connection and how it plays into that transit network? Absolutely. This is a very convenient way to go from your house, hop on your bike. You can ride to the Metro Rail. Along with the bike lanes, we're installing what's called bike amenities. So at the bike, at the connection between the bike lane and the Metro Rail, you'll find a bike shelter, you'll find bike racks, and you'll find a fix-it station. And what that means is you can ride your bike to the rail. You can park your bike, lock it up. If you happen to have a flat tire, you should be able to pump your bike up right there. Um, Or, you know, there's some minor tools as well. You can park your bike and you can hop on the rail. That takes you downtown, you know, takes you north of town, so on and so forth. Um, But Metro's role is to connect people and give you alternate modes of transportation. And that's really our goal here is to to give you another mode of transportation. Well, and it's pretty fan- fantastic when you think about it because you can, um, it, 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 by having the bike lanes available, it really opens up and creates more opportunities for people to access transit. That's correct. That's correct. I mean, that's a big thrill. And one, one other thing I want to talk about is what's called uh, floating bus stops. 
and I think this is very important for the users. The floating bus stop, the job of the floating bus stop is to limit the interaction between the cyclists and the metro bus because studies have shown that conflicts between cyclists and either vehicle, cyclists and vehicles um, are significant. And so what you'll find on the cavalcade bike lanes is the bike lane actually goes behind the bus stop. So you're on the street in your dedicated bike lane, but the bike lane goes behind the metro shelter or the metro bus stop. That way the bus can stay on the street and drop off passengers or pick up passengers, and the bike goes behind the, the bus stop, and there's no conflict. So that, that's the goal. And, you know, if you get confused, you can just follow the green paint. You know, <laughs> the green paint will show you, all right, cyclists go this way. That's the easy way to remember it. Well, and by making that point and explaining that, and that's very helpful, uh, you, you again under underscore just the level of planning and detail that goes into each of these projects. Well, absolutely. I mean, if you're starting with, with virgin land, meaning there was nothing there before, then you can build a bike lane into it, right? You, you can build the street and you can ded dedicate a side of it. Prime example is the Southmore Bridge. When they redid that bridge, they created um, a separate side or the Ardmore Bridge right right by, by us. Um, there's a separate section for pedestrians and cyclists and it's not mixed with the the traffic but if you're working on an existing street especially one that's been there for 50 years you almost have to create a new lane and create these opportunities and so that that's what we've done you, you touch on this at the beginning this bike lane project is really part is only possible due to partnership there's an entire staff in PEC. It's not just Calvin doing it. Um, there's, you know, I, I've got a uh, director, of, Tim Mills is the director of universal accessibility. Bridget Towns is the VP of uh, uh, capital projects. You know, so there's a whole team. I'm the, I'm the PM on the job, right? But um, the whole team contributes and, and supports the idea. Uh, but as far as the, the, the outside agencies, we do have to coordinate. And I'll give you a quick example. On Cavalcade Phase 2, Harris County is going to pick up where we stop, which is Cavalcade and Elysian, and they're going to continue east. And so at that connection point, I'm working actually today with the designer to make sure that our plans tie into their plans. And so it's a consorted effort in order to, to make the cyclist comfort, comfortable and safe on the, on the road. So overall within the last, I guess, say since the Wheeler project, how many, I mean, how many miles are we talking about that have been developed? You're probably looking at Less than 10 miles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, um, these are segments right. that we do that has connected a lot of communities, right? Because everyone in those, uh, in those neighborhoods has an opportunity 
to ride to Cavalcade and hop on the rail, you know, hop on the bike lane, which gets you to the rail. Right. So overall picture in in the overall Houston bike plan, you know, Metro has done a significant contribution. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've earned the name, I, I think, like the nickname, the bike guy, right? <laughs> 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 it seems that way it seems that way a lot of the bike questions are directed uh directed my way but like i said it, it's were, a worthwhile and a fulfilling project just from a personal perspective were you were you a big were you into cycling big time when these projects started coming your way or i mean you or was this you know have you gotten more into it just on in your own since you've well i always rode for fun you know even you know in high school and in college, I always had a bike and I always rode my bike. But absolutely, I mean, once we started Wheeler, that that was the first project. I went ahead and invested in a good bike, and and my bike is not, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna do the MS 1000 or anything like that. 150, 150, <laughs> 1000. It probably feels like a thousand. I'm not doing it, right? But um, but I do like to I do like to ride and I do test it out. And once we finish every bike lane, I invite everyone who's involved to do a fun, fun ride on the bike lane so that we can look at it, we can enjoy it, and then we can also see, well, we could have done this a little better. You know, and I think that's that's helped out over the years. Yeah, learning that writer that writer experience or user experience is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's the key. And and we can get better. And we will. Awesome. Well, Calvin Williams, Metro Program Manager and uh, a.k.a. Bike Guy. Thank you so much for uh, joining the next stop today. Well, I appreciate it, Laura. Anytime. for this edition of The Next Stop. I'm Laura Whitley. If you'd like to check out more episodes, you can find them on our website or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, if you could leave us a rating or review, that'll help us out a lot. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.